Barbara Rodriguez, CBS News. Hey. Of the start. We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere, sent straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO Podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify Podcasts. Trucks, cars, SUVs, whatever you're looking for, we have it here at Lead Belt Auto Sales. Come on by and take a look at our great selection of trucks, cars, SUVs, family vehicles, and sports cars. Worried about financing? You have bad credit, no credit, or even great credit? Visit LeadBeltAutoSales.com to get pre-approved today. We have a vehicle for you in any payment range. Just past Mental Area College, and that's Lead Belt Auto Sales on Flat River Road. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO. All right. Yeah, it's KFMO AM 1240. Thank you so much for being with us today and tuning in to the program. We certainly appreciate your, uh, your being with us here at the radio station. Let's see, uh, we have one of those uh, musical sound review reports from uh, the good old guy, uh, Francis Chick Powers. So, oh, let's just see what he has to say this time around. Are we saving, opening? What's going on here? Uh, oh, yeah, I got to do that with something else. Okay, I'll tell you what, we'll have his report next. For reliable financial solutions, look no further than Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Specializing in seamless tax preparation, precise accounting, meticulous bookkeeping, and hassle-free payroll services. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service is the go-to choice. Clients trust them to navigate financial complexities. Visit KitchellAccounting.com or call 573-546-3104. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service, where financial peace meets professional expertise. If you see someone smiling today, it's a sure bet they've been to the Big Deals online store. You see, the grin is just unavoidable on the face of someone who's saved up to 50% on gift certificates to local businesses. Plus, they spend just like cash and never expire, so it's pretty likely that smile is going to be there for a long time. Visit online or download the Big Deals app to shop right from your phone. Go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com and click on the Big Deals logo for instant savings. With an inside story behind a Christmas song. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let us know, let us know, let us know. The song was written in July of 1945 by Mr. Sammy Kahn and Mr. Julie Stein. Although the song is recognized as one of the great Christmas standards, it was actually written to be a winner's love song. Here's Mr. Sammy Kahn. Every song I write seems to have an anecdote, especially Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. The song was written with Mr. Julie Stein in the Edwin H. Morris Music Company in Hollywood on Vine Street on the hottest day of the year. It was so sweltering hot that I turned to Julie Stein and said, why don't we get out of here and go down to the beach and cool off? 
and he said, why don't we stay here and write a winter song? I went to the typewriter, and the first line I typed was, oh, the weather outside is frightful. And I type in a cadence, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Always try to finish on a romantic note. I must tell you quite candidly, the first one who had that song was Frank Sinatra. It was brought to him first. He was in a recording studio with that song first, and he threw it away. It was then taken to Vaughn Monroe. From the MusicalSoundReview.com, I'm Francis Chick Powers. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Now, remember, we'll be featuring those reports just in and out of our programming during the start, uh, Monday through Friday. And actually, it won't be much Monday through Friday because we've got today and tomorrow. And uh, they'll be coming up during our holiday programming again, too, in case you missed some. So next, though, we have a newscast at AM 1240. It's 10 minutes after 8 o'clock. Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most recommended in the parkland. The definition of recommended is to be worthy of trust, and they don't take that lightly. They treat your vehicle like it's their own. Your neighbors, your family, and your friends are now satisfied customers because you recommended them. When you need collision repair, don't just take it anywhere. Take it to Kevin Ball's Auto Body in Park Hills, the most recommended, because your car hasn't looked this new since it was new. Kevin Ball's Auto Body, the most recommended by far. If you're looking for house and land, or just a place to hang a tree stand, doesn't have to be just a dream, Call the Whitmire team. Call 636-524-6056. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, December 20th, 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to hear more about Christmas. It's approaching. Not everyone feels joyful, especially if they've suffered a loss of a loved one. We can tell you what you can do to help. And also, Missouri State Representative of the 117th District, Mike Henderson, announcing he's running for State Senate next year. And Mineral Area College Board of Trustees members award something they call the Champion of Excellence Award to an employee for going above and beyond the call of duty. At this month's board meeting, two people received the recognition the president of the college, Dr. Joe Gilgore, says one of them was Susie Lachance, who helped save a student's life. Susie was a, one of many people that were emailed by a student in the middle of the night. Uh, the student uh, notifying basically everybody in the email that he planned on ending his life. And most people aren't checking emails at 4.35 in the morning when uh, Susie happened to be and, and sprung into action and made sure she notified appropriate people and uh, could have easily just said somebody else will get it because there were a lot more people on that email, but she didn't. And uh, thankfully, you know, we, we believe her actions were at least a part of saving that student's life. Gilgore explains the second recipient of the award is volleyball coach Tim Copeland for his 500th win and the team's appearance at the national tournament. Missouri State Representative of the 117th District, Mike Henderson, is making an announcement. He says he's running for election in the state Senate race in 2024 in the November elections. Henderson says he decided to run for the District 3 Senate seat because he 
shares the same values with people he would represent. I know the community, I know the area, and I know what's important to the people. They don't want more government. They want less government in their lives on a daily basis. They want their taxes lowered. They don't want to keep paying higher taxes. They feel like they're under pressure already from inflation. I've lived there for over 40 years. And I think I think the same way they do about how government should function. And I, I'd like to continue to fight for government to function the correct way. Henderson was elected to his first two-year term in the Missouri House of Representatives in November of 2016. The position is currently held by Elaine Gannon, who has decided not to run for re-election. As Christmas approaches, not everyone's feeling joyful, especially those who've suffered the loss of a loved one. The executive director of the New Beginnings Grief and Loss Support Group, Kathy Grogan, says the holidays are difficult for anyone who's grieving. It can almost make you know, more alone. And the lights are flashing and, and people are excited. And when your heart's broken, it's, it's hard to get into that spirit. You know, So a lot of people just kind of back off to themselves during the holidays. If you've suffered a loss and feel like you need help getting through the holidays, Grogan says to check out the New Beginnings Grief and Loss Support Group. They meet at Belgrade State Bank Wednesday mornings from 10 to 11.30, so they'll be meeting this morning. Grogan says if you'd like to help those who are grieving, be sure to check on them during the holidays. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. Again, it's Wednesday, December 20th. Stay tuned. Sports is next with Jared Pettis. Always check our website too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side boys basketball on Tuesday as the Central Rebels played host to the Valley Catholic Warriors at a broadcast game from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. Our last stop there until the Christmas tournament a week from Tuesday. Our own Glenn Berry's got the recap of an MAAA large school, small school showdown between the Rebels and Warriors. It was one for the records for the Central Rebels as they faced off in an MAAA conference matchup with Valley Catholic on Tuesday night. Central started quick and finished quicker with a decisive 98-52 win over the Warriors. Caden Casey scored 17 points in the first quarter to push the Rebels out to a commanding lead, a lead that was extended to 28 points by halftime. During that first half, both Casey and Joe Bryant reached milestones in their illustrious careers. Bryant scored his 2,000th point, while Casey hit the 1,000-point mark. The second half was more of the same with Central pushing the lead to as high as 48 points before settling for a 98-52 win. After the game, Central head coach Brad Gross. It was a good win for us, and I was, I was glad to see uh, Caden and Joe both kind of hit some milestones, you know. Caden scoring his 1,000th point and Joe scoring his 2,000th. That's that a really neat deal. Caden Casey finished with 27, while Joe Bryant added 22. And not to be overlooked was a double-double by Zach Boyd, who scored 14 and pulled down 10 rebounds. Valley was led by Tyler Giggs, 19, and Wyatt Fowler's 7. Central improves to 6-1 and one and faces Saxony Lutheran on Thursday in Cape, while Valley drops to 3-3 three and three and travels to Kingston on Thursday night. Once again, Central blows by Valley Catholic, 98-50 at the T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse on Tuesday night. For KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Again, Kagan Casey and Joe Bryant each had milestone moments in the win. Central head coach Brad Gross on Casey and Bryant reaching those milestone moments on Tuesday. I, mean, I don't think you could find many people in Central history who's had the success that these guys have had. You know, just two different sports, you know, uh, just all the accolades they've gotten. It's just been really neat watching them over the last four years. Who does Caden Casey attribute his scoring success to? Probably my dad because he's been 
he's been coming in in the morning, every morning. He's been helping us. He's been working on our shots. Well, Joe Bryan had a similar answer in that Mark Casey is one of the assistant coaches at Central. My coaches, especially my family, um, everybody just around me, the community, but especially my coaches and my family, like Coach Gross, Coach Casey, we come in every morning and shoot. So uh, just getting better every day just really uh, contributes to what I show on the court. What does it mean to you to have 2,000 points? Uh, it means the world, you know. Um, it's really great. Uh, with everybody around me, supporting me. Um, it just feels even better when I have the community behind me. Again, the Rebels win at 98-52. Other boys basketball action from Tuesday night. The Farmington Knights erase a 17-point deficit to win in double overtime. They beat Jackson 73-71. Kingston topped North County on the road 67-56. The St. Genevieve Dragons fall to Pacific 47-44. And the West County Bulldogs get back in the win column. They beat Donovan 60 64-42. And one girls basketball action, and it needed overtime. The Lesterville Lady Bearcats beat the Potosi Lady Trojans 62-57. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball Potosi is at Arcadia Valley, and on the girls side, the North County Lady Raiders host Parkway North, while the St. Genevieve Dragons travel to Herculaneum and take on the Lady Black Cats. And on Thursday, girls basketball South Iron is at Farmington. That's our next broadcast, and it's our final broadcast before the Christmas tournament. It starts at 7 o'clock on KFMO with tip-off at 7.30. We'll have live video on the website, kfmosports.com. Again, that's South Iron at Farmington Girls Basketball on Thursday. And that Central Christmas Tournament now under a week away. And in sports on Tuesday... We previewed the girls' side of the bracket. Well, today we start it with the boys' side. We hear from two coaches, the South Iron Panthers. They're the two-seed. They'll play the 15-seed Perryville. South Iron won the Arcadia Valley Tournament and seeded second at the Christmas Tournament in back-to-back -back years. Head coach Dusty Dinkins, is it good for a team to play well in early season tournaments? I think it's good to get off to a good start, to start your season and kind of see where you're at and then, you know, if you can survive and win some games and then get into some championship moments and, and see how your kids are going to respond to those. And I think that's that's all good and well. But have to understand it's a long season and you're going to have to continue to get better. And just because you may have started well does not mean you're going to be uh, at that level throughout the season unless you have some focused work put in day by day. And lower in the field, the five-seed Potosi Trojans will take on the 12-seed Herculaneum Black Cats. Potosi head coach Jackson Conaway, did they expect the five-seed coming into the seed meeting? We knew that uh, we had a good chance to be in the the, up, the upper half of this uh, tournament. Um, I mean, we're fine with the five. We didn't come into it. We didn't really have a number picked out that we wanted to be. Um, we're uh, still early in the year. We're just trying to play our best basketball right now and fine-tune some things, so five's fine with us. The Central Christmas Tournament starts next Tuesday, December 26th, with the Octo Header that starts 27 broadcast games in five days. And the biggest mover in the field of the Christmas Tournament, it's Farmington. They moved from the 12th seed last year to the 3th seed this year. And they'll play the 14th seed North County in the opening round. We'll hear from Farmington head coach Garrett Callahan and North County assistant coach Hayden Sprinkle tomorrow in sports as we work our way closer to the Central Christmas Tournament. That starts on Tuesday. And from there to the ice at NHL, the St. Louis Blues began their Florida swing. A two-game road trip in Florida started at Tampa Bay against the Lightning. The Blues Radio Network and Alex Ferrario have the recap. Last night, the Blues kicked off their final road trip before the holiday break. Two games in Florida that started with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And offense started early for Tampa as they scored two minutes and 23 seconds in to take a 
one nothing lead, and then two more goals in a less than three minutes span to give Tampa a three goal lead going into the first intermission. Second period would open up eerily similar to the first as Tampa would score within the first three minutes of that second period. Nikita Kucherov's second of the game, and then they'd follow it up with a five nothing lead before Jordan Bennington would get pulled midway through the second. No other goals that period, though in the third, a power play goal for Nick Paul made it six nothing. But the Blues would get one back on the power play, back to back games with the power play goal as Justin Falk scored his first of the season. The Blues fall though six to one to Tampa Bay, back to five hundred fifteen fifteen and one on the season, and they'll try and get back above five hundred Thursday night against the Florida. Panthers. Puck drop at 6, pregame skate at 5.30 on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister. What caused the team to get off to the slow start trailing 3-0 after one period? We weren't able to, to, to get to any kind of forecheck, uh, so we were defending. Um, I think we had uh, 10, 10 turnovers, 10, 13 turnovers in, in the D zone, um, 10 turnovers in the offensive zone. Um, when you're doing that, you're going to have to play a lot of D. Defenseman Colton Pareko says this is one the team has to put behind them. It's a tough league. Obviously, there's a lot of good teams, a lot of good players. Every given night is a hard night, and um, you can't take nights off, I don't think. So uh, it's it's one of those things where we got to hit the reset. Um, kind of touched on earlier. We got big game Thursday against Florida. They have a good team. And, Starts obviously tonight and tomorrow. Go to practice, have a good practice, and regroup. The Blues are back at it tomorrow, 5 30 pregame, 6 o'clock puck drop at Florida against the Panthers. Coverage on B104.3. The Blues are return home Saturday and play the Chicago Blackhawks. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs host the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday, 11 a.m. pregame, high noon kickoff. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers play Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl, December 29th. And NCAA men's basketball, the St. Louis University. Billikens are at NC State tonight after a big winner on Saturday. And the Missouri Tigers take on Illinois at Enterprise Center on Friday. It's the Bragging Rights game from St. Louis. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Bird's Eye View extends warm wishes to their amazing patients. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. May your holidays sparkle with joy. Your vision, their priority. Cheers to a bright and healthy year ahead. You'll want to stay tuned to KFMO. In just a moment, we're going to feature a pre-recorded interview with Harold Gallagher, the presiding commissioner of St. Francis County. I picked it up yesterday, and we'll hear it next on KFMO. Hi, it's Jenny from Big Deals with some great news. A new local business has joined Big Deals. Sound the trumpets. And can I get a drum roll, please? It's Nickel Suds Laundry Cleaning Service, where they come to you. They'll pick up your laundry, wash it, dry it, and deliver it to your door within 48 hours. Nickel Suds Laundry Service. Find out more at kfmo.com or b104fm.com. Today on KFMO, we're visiting with Presiding Commissioner Harold Gallagher and talking once again about a county commission meeting that took place this week. Uh, there were several items. Uh, there were of business, and I guess uh, probably the biggest general item was the approval of the budget for yes. 2024. Yes, and by the way, this is the last meeting of the year uh, because of the holidays mm-hmm. and situations. So uh, we will meet again on Tuesday, January the 2nd for the new term. But uh, the budget hearing today, or budget meeting today, was after the budget hearing yesterday, in which uh, we went through the whole budget, and we will have revenue projected at over 52 million for next year 
and expenses projected at over 45 million with about a 7 million reserve. And we've learned with the economies going as they are, you need a reserve. Mm -hmm. Now we operate our county debt-free and uh, we don't have any bad credit or slow payment or anything. We pay promptly and we, we need that cash to do that. So we are sitting in very good shape financially. That's a good thing to hear because uh, Louis Cyberlick uh, gave a report uh, about projected revenues from the state. It looks like they're going, are they going down because uh, it was a... Not uh, going up as fast. Right. It's uh, a, uh, as I understood that report, uh, last year, this past year, we went up about 7%. Mm -hmm. And now next year, based on, uh, stay, still stay at that 7% level, but only creep up a little bit, like 2% above that. Mm -hmm. So we will still, the state projects that we will still get that existing income amount from last year, the same amount, but it would creep upward a little bit. So the growth is slowing. Very much slower. Yeah, basically. Um, also, back to county business, um, we had a budget, we looked at that growth in the state, and, and Owl Creek came up again, and, yes. and this is, it's just looking good for uh, the future of the county, and Kerry Buckley, commissioner, wanted people to know what's going on. Yes, uh, he's worked hard on this, and we are very soon, we're accepting applications now for the new superintendent, and that will, person will be hired soon. And uh, the developmental is, the development is going quickly and fast. We're uh, moving right along on this, and that will be pretty soon. It'll be all through the year of 24. Mm -hmm. We're going to be building and developing and all that. So by 25, that should be a wide open park for everybody. So if somebody's listening and they think they have the qualifications for this, uh, what should they do? They Contact want to our uh, HR representative in the county clerk's office, Corey, Corey Shrum and just turn in an application and do so pretty quickly. We're ready to hire. Well, that's great to hear. Great to hear. Anything else going on you want to talk about? Today? I just wish everybody a Merry Christmas. It's my last opportunity to do it for the year on the radio. And I just thank everybody for being the good citizens of St. Francis County. Well, Merry Christmas to you and thanks for the interviews over the thank year. You, sir. Appreciate it. That's Harold Gallagher, presiding commissioner of St. Francis County here on KFMO. Let's go Cardinals. Minerary Cardinals, that is. Hi, this is Brandon Hubbard. Come hang out with your friends at Hub's Pub & Grill in Bonterre, Potosi. We offer great lunch and dinner items and daily specials from sandwiches, steaks, fish, salads, or wings. We have something you'll love. Stop by and see us before or after the game. That's Hub's Pub & Grill in Bonterre and Potosi. Check us out on Facebook or online at hubspubandgrill.com. Stop on by Hub's Pub located at 10 South Dover Street in Bonterre and 220 West High Street in Potosi. Stay with us. It's almost time for news next at KFMO. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time, 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Mostly sunny sky or high temperatures today will be right around 55 degrees with south winds 15 to 25 miles per hour. Cloud cover will thicken on up tonight, overnight low 35, and then clouds in mid upper 50s on Thursday. Thursday night, scattered rain, low 40s. I think Friday we'll see clouds, occasional rain, or high on Friday near 55. Saturday, we're back to cloudy skies, or high on Saturday into the upper 50s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center. 
I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, December 20th, and the time is 8.30. In our newscast, we're going to find out more about railway closings in the area. Also, we have... uh, uh, information about Missouri lawmakers. They've been looking at how to change initiative petitions and how they work in our state. We'll have more on that. Plus, the new budget for St. Francis County is in place after Tuesday's county commission meeting. This 2024 budget was approved at that meeting, and Presiding Commissioner Harold Gallagher says the county has over $7 million in reserve, which shows good planning and use of county funds. And we've learned with the economies going as they are, you need a reserve. Now we operate our county debt-free. We don't have any bad credit or slow payment or anything. We pay promptly and we we need that cash to do that. So we are sitting in very good shape financially. The new budget has a projected revenue of over $52 million with expenses at $45 million. BNSF Railways closing its railroad crossings on State Route CE M and H in Perry County, Missouri, to perform routine maintenance on the railroad tracks at those crossings. BNSF began the work Tuesday, including maintenance at the Route C crossing first, then crews moved to the Route E crossing, then Route M, and they'll finish with the Route H crossing. While maintenance is being performed, the road will be closed to the public in both directions for up to six hours. The rail maintenance work is weather-dependent, too, and signs are posted alerting drivers to the closures. You are reminded to slow down, pay attention in those areas, and for more information, contact MoDOT's Customer Service Center, toll-free, 888-275-6636. Also in news, Missouri state lawmakers have been moving toward some sort of change as to how initiative petitions work in our state. Missouri Senate reporter Dean Morgan has more on the last session's House Joint Resolution 43. Missouri Senators spent part of this year's session discussing House Joint Resolution 43. Senator Sandy Crawford of Buffalo handled this legislation in the upper chamber. At the threshold we ended up at, we really didn't think that piece in the legislation was going to matter one way or the other. We did not think it mattered. In negotiations, we decided that was not a hill we were going to die on. Currently, initiative petitions need signatures from 8% of voters in two-thirds of the state's congressional districts in order to place an amendment to the Missouri Constitution on the ballot. Missouri Senate Minority Floor Leader John Rizzo of Independence ads, as with several measures this year, the finished product looked different than what was originally introduced. real thing that we were looking for was a fair fight. We believe that even though it's probably got some stuff in there that we don't like, it's a more fair fight than what we would have gotten. The second regular session of the 102nd General Assembly will start on Wednesday, January 3rd. Reporting from the state capitol, I'm Dean Morgan. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, December 20th, and the time is 8.32. Stay tuned. Sports next with Jared Pettis at KFMO. Check the website, too. It's KFMO.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Boys basketball on Tuesday as the Central Rebels played host to the Valley Catholic Warriors at a broadcast game from the T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse, our last stop there until the Christmas tournament a week from Tuesday. Our own Glenn Berry's got the recap of an MAAA large school, small school showdown between the Rebels and Warriors. It was one for the records for the Central Rebels as they faced off in an MAAA conference matchup with Valley Catholic on Tuesday night. 
Central started quick and finished quicker with a decisive 98-52 win over the Warriors. Caden Casey scored 17 points in the first quarter to push the Rebels out to a commanding lead, a lead that was extended to 28 points by halftime. During that first half, both Casey and Joe Bryant reached milestones in their illustrious careers. Bryant scored his 2,000th point, while Casey hit the 1,000-point mark. The second half was more of the same, with Central pushing the lead to as high as 48 points before settling for a 98-52 win. After the game, Central head coach Brad Gross. It was a good win for us, and I was, I was glad to see uh, Caden and Joe both kind of hit some milestones, you know. Caden scoring his 1,000th point and Joe scoring his 2,000th. That's a really neat deal. Caden Casey finished with 27, while Joe Bryant added 22. And not to be overlooked was a double-double by Zach Boyd, who scored 14 and pulled down 10 rebounds. Valley was led by Tyler Giggs, 19, and Wyatt Fowler's 7. Central improves to 6-1 and one and faces Saxony Lutheran on Thursday in Cape, while Valley drops to 3-3 three and three and travels to Kingston on Thursday night. Once again, Central blows by Valley Catholic 98-50 at the T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse on Tuesday night. For KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Again, Caden Casey and Joe Bryant each had milestone moments in the win. Central head coach Brad Gross on Casey and Bryant reaching those milestone moments on Tuesday. I, mean, I don't think you could find many people in Central history who's had the success that these guys have had. You know, two different sports, you know, uh, just all the accolades they've gotten. It's just been really neat watching them over the last four years. Who does Caden Casey attribute his scoring success to? Probably my dad because he's been he's been coming in in the morning, every morning. He's been helping us. He's been working on our shots. Well, Joe Bryant had a similar answer in that Mark Casey is one of the assistant coaches at Central. My coaches, especially my family, um, everybody just around me, the community, but especially my coaches and my family, like Coach Gross, Coach Casey, we come in every morning shoot, so uh, just getting better every day just really uh, contributes to what I show on the court. What does it mean to you to have 2,000 points? Uh, it means the world, you know. Um, it's really great. Uh, with everybody around me supporting me. Um, it just feels even better when I have the community behind me. Again, the Rebels win at 98-52. Other boys basketball action from Tuesday night. The Farmington Knights erase a 17-point deficit to win in double overtime. They beat Jackson 73-71. Kingston topped North County on the road 67-56. The St. Genevieve Dragons fall to Pacific 47-44. And the West County Bulldogs get back in the win column. They beat Donovan 60 4-42. And one girls basketball action, and it needed overtime. The Lesterville Lady Bearcats beat the Potosi Lady Trojans 62-57. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball Potosi is at Arcadia Valley, and on the girls side, the North County Lady Raiders host Parkway North, while the St. Genevieve Dragons travel to Herculaneum and take on the Lady Black Cats. And on Thursday, girls basketball South Iron is at Farmington. That's our next broadcast, and it's our final broadcast before the Christmas tournament. It starts at 7 o'clock on KFMO with tip-off at 7.30. We'll have live video on the website, kfmosports.com. Again, that's South Iron at Farmington Girls Basketball on Thursday. And that Central Christmas Tournament now under a week away. And in sports on Tuesday... We previewed the girls' side of the bracket. Well, today we start it with the boys' side. We hear from two coaches, the South Iron Panthers. They're the two-seed. They'll play the 15-seed Perryville. South Iron won the Arcadia Valley Tournament 
and seated second at the Christmas tournament in back-to-back years. Head coach Dusty Dinkins, is it good for a team to play well in early season tournaments? I think it's good to get off to a good start, to start your season and kind of see where you're at. And then, you know, if you can survive and win some games and then get into some championship moments and, and see how your kids are going to respond to those. And I think that's that's all good and well, but have to understand it's a long season and you're going to have to continue to get better. And just because you may have started well does not mean you're going to be uh, at that level throughout the season unless you have some focused work put in day by day. And lower in the field, the five-seed Potosi Trojans will take on the 12-seed Herculaneum Blackcats. Potosi head coach Jackson Conaway, did they expect the five-seed coming into the seed meeting? We knew that uh, we had a good chance to be in the the, up, the l- upper half of this uh, tournament. Um I mean, we're fine with the five. We didn't come into it. We didn't really have a number picked out that we wanted to be. Um, we're uh, it's still early in the year. We're just trying to play our best basketball right now and fine-tune some things, so five's fine with us. Uh, the Central Christmas Tournament starts next Tuesday, December 26th, with the Octo Header that starts 27 broadcast games in five days. And the biggest mover in the field of the Christmas Tournament, it's Farmington. They moved from the 12 seed last year to the 3 seed this year. And they'll play the 14 seed North County in the opening round. We'll hear from Farmington head coach Garrett Callahan and North County assistant coach Hayden Sprinkle tomorrow in sports as we work our way closer to the Central Christmas Tournament. That starts on Tuesday. And from there to the ice at NHL, the St. Louis Blues began their Florida swig. A two-game road trip in Florida started at Tampa Bay against the Lightning. The Blues Radio Network and Alex Ferrario have the recap. Last night, the Blues kicked off their final road trip before the holiday break. Two games in Florida that started with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And offense started early for Tampa as they scored two minutes and 23 seconds in to take a one nothing lead. And then two more goals in a less than three minutes span to give Tampa a 3 goal lead going into the first intermission. Second period would open up eerily similar to the first as Tampa would score within the first three minutes of that second period. Nikita Kucherov's second of the game and then they'd follow it up with a 5-0 lead before Jordan Bennington would get pulled midway through the second. No other goals that period though in the third a power play goal for Nick Paul made it 6-0 but the Blues would get one back on the power play. Back-to-back games with a power play goal as Justin Falk scored his first of the season. The Blues fall though 6-1 to to Tampa Bay, back to 500, 15-15-1 on the season, and they'll try and get back above 500 Thursday night against the Florida Panthers. Puck drop at 6, pregame skate at 5.30 on the St. Louis Blues radio network. Alex, thanks. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister. What caused the team to get off to the slow start, trailing 3 nothing after one period? We weren't able to, to, to get to any kind of forecheck, uh, so we were defending. Um, I think we had uh, 10, 10 turnovers, 10, 13 turnovers in, in the D zone, um, 10 turnovers in the offensive zone. Um, when you're doing that, you're going to have to play a lot of D. Defenseman Colton Pareko says this is one the team has to put behind them. It's a tough league. Obviously, there's a lot of good teams, a lot of good players. Every given night is a hard night, and um, you can't take nights off, I don't think. So uh, it's it's one of those things where we got to hit the reset. Um, kind of touched on it earlier. We got big game Thursday against Florida. They have a good team. And, Starts obviously tonight and tomorrow. Go practice, have a good practice, and reroute. The Blues are back at it tomorrow. 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock puck drop at Florida against the Panthers. Coverage on B104.3. The Blues are return home Saturday and play the Chicago Blackhawks. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs host the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday. 11 a.m. pregame, high noon kickoff. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers play Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl December 29th. And NCAA men's basketball, the St. Louis University Billikens are at NC State tonight after a big winner 
on Saturday. And the Missouri Tigers take on Illinois at Enterprise Center on Friday. It's the Bragg and Rights game from St. Louis. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. If you are looking for senior living options for yourself or a loved one, tour Ashbrook and Maplebrook Assisted Living Communities, as well as the new Southbrook Skilled Nursing Facility in Farmington. Each location offers long-term care, respite care, and adult daycare options, where care is in everything they do. For more information, call the Elder Care Advisor at 573-703-3736. Take the first step towards a vibrant and caring community. Schedule your tour today. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. It was the yikes before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring. Except Larry. See, the stockings weren't hung by the chimney with care because Larry's wallet was empty with no time to spare. So he went to Jackson Hewitt for a holiday loan, got money so fast, he rejoiced and went home. Avoid the yikes before Christmas. Go to Jackson Hewitt before it's too late. Get up to a thousand bucks fast, minus the wait. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. This is Casey Jenkins with Jackson Hewitt Tax Service. Give us a call at 756-9190. This holiday season, visit the UPS store in Farmington and Deloge. They're your one-stop shop for all things shipping, including Amazon returns. Trust the UPS store for reliable postal services. Happy holidays from the UPS store in Deloge and Farmington. This is not headline news. Another one bust the dust. Another one it's not the called dust. dust. It's called... We call it the Daily Dust with just a light dusting of gossip. I'm Audrey Kane for KFMO. We've been wondering whether Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey would spend the holidays together, haven't we? The tabloids say they'll both spend Christmas and New Year's in Kansas City, and Travis and the Chiefs have games on December 25th and 31st, and Tay is planning to be in that luxury box at Arrowhead Stadium for both contests. Who will be there? Who knows? He has a six-bedroom mansion now. Both families can be there. It looks like Robert Pattinson and Suki Waterhouse may have gotten engaged. Suki was seen wearing a huge diamond ring, and they are having a baby together. Ryan Gosling is bringing his energy to the holiday season. He and Mark Ronson created the new song, I'm Just Ken, Merry Christmas Barbie, and it debuts today. Yeah, it's not the original. They changed it, but we'll see. Billy Crystal has a lot to feel good about this holiday season. He, of course, has been in tons of movies, but he's also being honored by the Kennedy Center. I'm wearing the medallion at the dinner. They just put it around your neck, and now officially this person. You're now an honorary. And I look at it, and there's my two beautiful daughters, Jenny and Lindsay. And that's, that's the most important thing, is those two girls. And I said, I know they're looking at me wearing this thing, and I know what they're thinking. Who's going to get that when he's dead? <laughs> this show will air on CBS at 8 p.m. No, 7 p.m. our time on Wednesday of next week. Celine Dion's sister says the singer has lost all control of her muscles, but 22-year-old Kylie Allen Kulik who has the same condition, says she's proof that Celine can get her symptoms under control and find her new normal. Stay strong and keep fighting. I am living proof right now that there's hope. I'm in remission right now. And that's The Daily Dust. I'm Audrey Kane for KFMO. Tis the season of joy and happiness with Potosi Lumber. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from their family to yours. Cherish these moments with loved ones surrounded by warmth and love. Potosi Lumber, where memories and craftsmanship come together.
Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which can include a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Experience compassionate care at Community Manor in Farmington, where your well-being is priority. Visit Community Manor at 783 Weber Road or call 573-756-8998 to discover the exceptional quality of life they offer. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all-you-can-eat catfish, country fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Dine in, call ahead, or hit the drive through It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. 545. <laughs> I'm thinking at the end of the day, it's not 544, it's 844. And uh, we have our Farmington Regional Chamber of Commerce report coming up next on KFMO. The perfect place to dine before you ring in the new year is Trattoria Giuseppe in Imperial. Make your reservation for delicious, crave-worthy Italian cuisine. Trattoria Giuseppe will be offering one of their exceptional dinner specials for New Year's Eve. Give them a call today at 636-942-2405 to make your reservations now before they're full. Trattoria Giuseppe on Old State Route 21 in Imperial, wishing their family, friends, and customers a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. The Family Fun Center in Bonterre is putting the family back into family fun. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out and have some great food and lots of fun. Be sure to check out their new go-karts to make your experience even more enjoyable. Whether it's bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, or just hanging out, you can count on a great time. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday and located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. This is the start on KFMO. KFMO. Oh, I can't talk today. I can't tell time. I can't talk. I'm not a radio announcer. No. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. We really appreciate it. I hope you're getting ready for Christmas much better than I am. I just can't even find the door. You know, everything's going so fast for Christmas this year. But it's time now for our Farmington Regional Chamber of Commerce report. We have the Executive Director, Candy Henty, in with us, and Director of Events, Dina Ward. Good morning, ladies. Good, Good morning. morning. It's great to have you here today. Good hey. to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming over. Um, I asked them both before we went on the air if they were ready for Christmas, and I got mixed reviews. <laughs> <laughs> As most people right now, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, mine wasn't too bad to have to get ready for this year, but then again, my wife does most of the stuff. So I'm very lucky and very grateful. Um, let's talk about the luncheon for this month. That's coming up. And it's real soon. It's, it's like tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow at the Centene Center at noon. Come on out and mingle and jingle with us. Did you say mingle and jingle? Mingle and jingle. So uh, we have our luncheon is going to be sponsored by Blue Sky Travel. They're going to talk to you about what they do and how they can help you plan the perfect trip. I bet they could help Santa. I think they could too. And then um, we're going to be making uh, our round through reindeer games tomorrow and just having some oh, fun. Oh, man, that sounds like fun. It is. And then we have Spokes Pub and Grill who are bringing us our great lunch food tomorrow. I believe we're getting meatloaf. 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 Oh. And Spokes Meatloaf 
is the best. I love meatloaf. <laughs> oh, God. See, I, I, folks, I'm really depressed now because I love meatloaf, and I might not get to go to the luncheon. I, I hope I do. Wow, that's great stuff. And yeah. some people are going, meatloaf? What's so special about that? Well, you haven't uh, tried my wife's meatloaf. Or spokes. Spokes. It's <laughs> it's great. It's great. But come on out and just have a good time with us. It's the holiday season. Relax a little bit. We got lots of fun games. Nothing too embarrassing. Nothing that takes any skill whatsoever. Just some good holiday fun and laughs. Well, that's right up my alley. No skill. And, me too. You know, <laughs> that's me. All right. Well, uh, if anybody needs more info or anything about the meeting, is it too late to register? What's it's the? It's not too late to register. You can email okay. me at the Before chamber noon office today. I guess right. That would be nice, but we have to give a head count to the camera. Yeah, 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 and they'd like to know before tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Obviously, that's you know that's something that's very important. So uh, looks like a great time. It's really. going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so. I really do. So hopefully, I'll see you there. Um, now you have something else on your list to talk about called the Leeds uh, Group. Yes, our Leeds Referral Group. We started one about two years ago, and if anyone's familiar with BNI Business Network International, it's kind of similar to that. We pulled some of, it's a lot more relaxed than that, actually. Uh, we meet once a month in a structured meeting that has a, an education moment, a professional development, mm -hmm. and then also has a business spotlight. It's capped at 20 people, and there's only one person from each industry allowed within the group. So there's only one insurance agent, one financial advisor, and et cetera. And we've had tw this group of 20 going for two years, and um, it's been fantastic. And so we are now opening a second group. And Mike, it already has about 15 people in it. Wow. So it's $150 for a year. You are required to attend the recurring meeting. There's an optional social meeting once a month as well. The recurring meetings are the first Tuesday of the month and then the third Thursday of the month in the morning. And uh, you can sit, send a substitute if you're not able to make it. But you're not allowed to miss more than three meetings in the year. So we can keep the group functional and everyone goes around the room, shares their greatest need and customers that they're looking for. So it is a really valuable uh, opportunity for business owners. If you're interested in that, you can give us a call, 573-756-3615. That's a great way to, uh, basically, you're providing leads and referrals for a business, right? Yes. It's kind of, you know, I tell people it's like networking 2.0. Mm -hmm. It's to the next level. Of, it's next level networking. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really very interesting for uh, business owners and people like that. Golly, that's a nice program. Um, Candy, what about uh, the Small Business Development Center office? Uh, yes. Hope you, got, you have one now in Farmington in the chamber. Starting office, right? in January. Uh, and Small Business Development Center is funded in part by the Small Business Administration, which is a federal program, Mike. And so mm -hmm. they have immense resources available, uh, different databases that we can get data and, you know, different uh, reports from. We are in the process of still of hiring that job opening is still available for a small business specialist. We are looking for someone that has experience as a successful small business owner, uh, maybe a college degree in business or a related field. 
Uh, and, you know, obviously great people skills, communication skills, attention to detail, all those common other things that, you know, people look for in business. Mm-hmm. Uh, that opening is uh, listed on our website, FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. And uh, you can submit a resume through there to me and my emails listed. It took you quite a long time to get this office there, didn't it? It has been four years of working to try to make this happen. So we are extremely excited. We'll be doing some huge things the first of the year. uh, Once we get someone hired, a grand opening and uh, open house and uh, announcements and Yes, we're very excited. Yeah, this this position you're talking about is just fantastic for the right person to just drop right in and, and really make some things happen. Yes, and they're joining a fantastic team at the Farmington Chamber, if I do say so myself. Well, you're a little biased, I would say. Maybe. But, you know, I, I have to agree with you. You guys have done a great job. I mean, pulling that office into the chamber like you yes. have over and that, that period of time. That position will serve five counties, Mike. So it will be St. Francis County, Washington, Iron, Madison, and St. Jen County. So if that's that's for startups or for businesses that are early one to three years and struggling and need a little help. Uh, also, if they're a larger, you know, or established business and wanting to grow or expand, those services are free and confidential. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that's really great to hear. And, you know, we've seen such expansion in the area in business and people moving in and we education have. as well. You yes. Know? And it all works hand in hand. And I have to tell you, I've uh, I was talking to uh, uh, Tessa Raycop in Fredericktown, uh-huh. the executive director of the Madison County Chamber, and uh, uh, she commented. I was asking her about some of the things that happened in the past year, and one of them was her taking over as full-time director there. Yes. And she actually mentioned other chambers, too, for uh, your assistance in Yes, we did meet with her, actually, and when she was taking that role and talked with her about some of the different aspects of chamber Mm -hmm. professionalism and development. Right, and she's doing a great job. She has a a once-a-month program with us. She is. And uh, I just wanted to mention that because I want our listeners to understand how the chambers in the area work together. Yes. Speaking of which, the state of the county will be coming up February 23rd, and that is uh, pr- put on by all the chambers in St. Francis County come together to do that. Have you had uh, much time to sit down and talk about that yet? Uh, we've already had a couple of meetings, yes. February 23rd at MAC uh, in the new technology building over there. Oh, that'll be great. Yes. It's a wonderful place to hold the state of the county. Yes, we're excited. Really really great. So that's coming up. What about, um, um, I know we want to mention the uh, ePlay shop and the Parkland app and anything else you want to talk about, but I also want to talk about last year and what's to come. Yes, two important things. Uh, If you're listening, looking for Christmas activities or shopping, download the Eat, Shop, Play, and the Parkland app in your cell phone and you can find all the restaurants all the shopping there's even a gift button mike so if you're like i don't know where to go you can scroll through the businesses and go oh jewelry mike there's a jewelry store or a furniture store or gift cards or so it tells you their hours and phone number website Uh, there's also a christmas fun button in the play section so if you're looking for fun things to do for christmas uh, light shows and different things are listed there Um, and then also i wanted to mention mike we now have texting services available 
through the chamber. So you can sign up for texting and get reminders. And the really cool thing is you're not going to get text reminders about everything. We're not going to spam you. Mm -hmm. You get to choose what you want to be reminded of. Oh, that's great because notifications are all crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and we do not that. want to be that person. Right. So that's great that we can manage our notifications with you. It's fantastic. That Eat, Play, and Eat, Shop, Play in the Parkland app is really something. I have it on my phone. I use it too, you know. So it's, it's yes, really Yes, I do too. <laughs> it's really a good thing to have. So I encourage folks to get that. Um, want to talk about the uh, past now and sure. what's to come? This past year, gosh, some of the highlights. I mean, you know, we held our first regional workforce development conference. We had about 100 people at that. We did end up receiving a state award from the Chamber of Commerce Executives of Missouri um, for ex excellence in programs. And, I mean, we were competing against major, huge chambers in uh, Branson, St. Louis, Kansas City, Metro. So, uh that was really cool. That was a first. And we know workforce was such an issue for businesses. So we're, we're thrilled to do that. We've hosted the Missouri State Treasurer. We've held a retail manager's roundtable that was a private discussion. A lot of people don't know some of the things that we do behind the scenes. We continued to support the Farmington High School Incubator EDU program. Of course, getting the SBDC office off the ground. We've had some great luncheons. Uh, we are first, you know, we started off in January talking about marijuana in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And that had 120 people at it, Mike. And that was part of the time we began, the bell began to go off at workforce. We needed to do that conference. Um, we had the Chautauqua actors uh, in for a luncheon. Right, right. I remember that. Had one on the Harrington Barn that used to be over by Parkland Health Center, the history of that, mm -hmm. which was fascinating. And honestly, the it was a huge accomplishment this year to get texting. That has been something <laughs> we've wanted to do for about six years. So being able to push that over the line and make it happen is tremendous and we are super excited you know that's two really big things that took you a long time to get done as you yes. did with the sbdc persistence office and pays off right right <laughs> and, and when you win that award you know um it's it's great to be humble about things but this is something that people should know about because it, it not only affirms all the work you've done and shows that you're at the level that you can handle this kind of stuff it just gives you more confidence, doesn't it? Yes, it really absolutely. Does. And, um, you know, it's always nice to receive recognition for the hard work mm -hmm. that you do, mm -hmm. no matter who you are. That's correct. Really, very good. Anything else you want to add before we head into CBS News in a moment or two? I don't think so. A lot of thanks good for having us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for coming in and Merry Christmas to both of you. I'm certainly. Uh, glad that you're here today to uh, just kind of wrap up the year and i get to say that famous thing that i like to say to people at this time of the year see you next year yes <laughs> so that is our farmington regional government i can't even see i told you i couldn't talk at the beginning of the <laughs> that's show that's rough for someone in your position Mike. i know i'm just excited <laughs> about christmas i know i feel like jimmy stewart running around master potter you know? <laughs> anyway that's our farmington regional chamber of commerce report here this morning on kfmo thank you ladies for being here Thank okay. you. That's Candy Henty, Executive Director, and Dina Ward, Director of Events for the Chamber. Now it's 9 o'clock, and CBS News is coming up next here at AM 1240 KFMO, so you'll want to stay tuned. 
and find out what's going on in the world. After that, we'll have a regular news update around the bottom of the hour and more information as to what's going on around the parkland. It's 9 o'clock from AM 1240. AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. And online at KFMO.com. We the people.